Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. Please tell a friend, your yoga teacher, anyone who you think will benefit. And if you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, review wherever you listen. Give me five stars, as I always say. And you guys, this is getting so important with the ratings and the reviews because everything I've been listening to and reading is telling me that ratings and reviews are really gonna start to matter in 2021 for podcasters and for being visible on Apple Podcasts especially. So please rate, review, subscribe, and follow me at Two Inches Off The Ground on Instagram. As you know from last week, my website is up, yay! freespiritpodcasts.com. That's podcasts with an S. I built it. (laughs) So that means it's nice and simple. And I have some amazing products on there I built just for you. One quick announcement. A few of you contacted me last week because last week's episode was not published until Tuesday night, Eastern Standard Time. First of all, I appreciate the listenership. You guys are all awesome that you're looking forward to the podcast every week. That makes me so happy. Podbean, where I host my podcasts, had been hacked into along with other hosting platforms, and they weren't updating podcasts in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And people were telling me they were having problems with iHeartRadio, with Spotify, etc. So if this happens again, where I seem to go AWOL or I'm MIA or I haven't made an announcement the week before, I'm not dropping an episode the next week, then you know something happened that's out of my control. And please send good vibes and good thoughts. I always aim to drop this podcast Tuesday afternoon or at the latest Wednesday a.m. Again, that's Eastern Standard Time, but many things can go out of my control. For example, today it's Monday. It's actually March 1st. Wow. We're supposed to have a windstorm from Monday until tomorrow, Tuesday. So this is why I have to podcast early this week. But I have to say I'm really proud of how I handled the hacking situation last week. I only freaked out a little because I didn't know what was going on. Then I found out it was a hacking issue and I left my computer, fed the cows and moved on with my day. So that's an egoic pat on the back for Jennifer. Another thing I would just like to bring up that I brought up last week is my... I have to say pretty cute and pretty wonderful other Instagram account at the vintage farm and why that will be in the show notes. And it's just really cute videos and pictures of my cows and people like it just because it brightens our day. I get a lot of DMs saying, thank you so much. This is so cute. I look forward to this account to when you post, it's just really silly, funny things to raise your vibration at the Vintage Farm NY. 
All right, let's discuss this week's topic, metaphysical ethics. In our 3D world, ethics are becoming a big deal these days. Lately, we talk about ethics with regard to big corporations, right? Those who wield a lot of power and those who have all the money. But how does that tie into the collective conscious? And how do our metaphysical ethics come into play? When we think of being metaphysical people, we may think, okay, I know ethics. I'm a very moral person. I have ethics. You know, we know our morals, we embody them. But what happens when talking about what we view as ethical, as metaphysical people, unintentionally causes harm to others? And you may be thinking, how is that even possible, right? Because most of our ethics center around peace and love and light. I used to religiously listen to a popular metaphysical podcast. Some of you probably listen to it or will recognize it from what I'm saying. This podcast has a solid worldwide following for over 10 years. These two metaphysical women began podcasting when it wasn't a thing. They have an extremely loyal fan base, which has led to two lucrative businesses for them. Bravo, right? When Black Lives Matter became pronounced with the George Floyd killing last year, these two women in a 22-minute episode introduced and facilitated a meditation for peace. That sounds harmless to me, right? However, the episode sparked outrage amongst their followers. They were eviscerated on social media and had to do a mea culpa and apologized on their next episode. And they've taken a while to recover. For those of you who know who I'm talking about, people eviscerated them on the reviews on Apple Podcasts and they lost loyal fans and listeners. You may be thinking why all these women did was call for a meditation for peace. Listeners accused them of something called spiritual bypassing. Spiritual bypassing is a tendency to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, and unfinished developmental tasks. The term was introduced in the early 1980s by John Wellwood, a Buddhist teacher and psychotherapist. Listeners wrote that these two white women came across as being neutral about a subject that they should be taking a stance on, and the listeners disagreed with their alleged disregard for the history of violence in the civil rights movement and that past violent events were the catalyst for change in the civil rights movement. These two female podcasters were simply expressing their metaphysical ethics, right? One of their ethics is disseminating information for peace for all, and ethics are defined as moral principles that can be used as guidelines for society. If that's all these women were doing, why did it go so very wrong? So I listened to their episode twice, and of course, I understand the metaphysical community and its principles. I understand what they were attempting. I really do. But here's the catch-22 with being metaphysical. 
Most of the world lives in a 3D reality. It's hard to explain the concept of, for example, one race when it's been drilled into us to divide ourselves by race, socioeconomic class, age, gender, etc. Well, as metaphysical people, we aim to live in a 4D to 5D consciousness and beyond. Today's societal issues are very 3D. I really like these women. They were a great introduction or an introduction back into the metaphysical world. I don't think they meant any harm. I did find their episode a bit odd because one woman has discussed many times how she goes to work with Native American tribes and how these Native Americans are her friends. And this is something she seems to be very passionate about because she's mentioned it so many times. Quite frankly, she could have focused on that topic instead, because as we know, Native Americans are considered people of color and discuss their injustices as people of color. But instead, the episode introduced a long meditation about peace. So the episode was 22 minutes, 14 minutes of the episode, I believe was a meditation. So, oh God, math. So that means eight minutes was them introducing the meditation. Were they spiritually bypassing? And is that something we should all be concerned about in our own lives? But before I answer these questions, let's take a quick break. Yes, on my new website, freespiritpodcasts.com, I've created metaphysical digital products and services for the highest good for you. Here's the best part, you guys. During COVID, everything is digital. There, it's contactless. There's no shipping. So it ships right to your inbox in one second. I urge you to take a look at my metaphysical TV guide that has 15 metaphysical shows. For each show, I give a summary, my commentary, and no spoilers. You're always asking friends, right? Hey, tell me what's good on Netflix? What's in your queue? What are you watching now? Tell me about Amazon Prime. Now you have 15 metaphysical shows to watch. You can keep your vibration raised while watching them. And it's a great way to support this podcast and keep me going, right? And listen, guys, I handpicked these shows, not only for the meta aspect, but for binge worthiness. So there's major entertainment value. I didn't just turn on the Gaia app and just find 15 shows. It's not like that at all. It's over four apps. It's Amazon Prime, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu. You can find so many things for you. And again, you keep your vibration raised. Check it out at freespiritpodcasts.com. This will all be in the show notes. So were these two female podcasters spiritual bypassing? And is that something we should all be concerned about in our own lives? From a 3D perspective, that week after George Floyd died, I don't know if anyone remembers this, the atmosphere was charged. Do you remember that Monday? That was such a charged Monday, I believe because the police officers were not indicted. So these female podcasters are white and they're from the South. And I'm sure they thought a peace meditation would be healing, but it flopped. As a podcaster myself, and in my other podcast, Two Enlightened Bitches, we took a stance on the George Floyd issue. 
And you can go back and you can listen to that episode. And we took a stance on Black Lives Matter and we were really honest about it and we really delved into it. But when podcasting, if any of you are new podcasters or want to start a podcast, and if you want to tackle these 3D societal issues, it's tough. It's not easy. And if you want to stay neutral these days, you may be facing consequences. From a 5D perspective, I would say our metaphysical ethics may be, you know, to create a peaceful world, live in love and light, be the light, and do what's best for the collective conscious. These are all great things, right? These are all what we want to accomplish on this earth, what we're hoping to accomplish. They're great. But it does sound like spiritual bypassing if a major societal issue arises that affects all of humanity, like what happened to George Floyd, and we decide to podcast, you know, be a guest on a radio show, blog about it, etc. And our answer is, let's live in love and light and create peace. Okay, we have this really tough situation going on, especially in the U.S., Let's live in love and light. Mm. Instead, we as metaphysical people, including myself, right? I'm talking about myself too. Number one, need to provide specific detail into the thought behind our ethics. I really feel that that is what these two female podcasters failed to do in their episode. They didn't delve into it. It was a 22 minute episode. 14 minutes of it was a peace meditation and eight minutes of it was just them talking. For this type of complex societal issue, I think you would need a much longer show and definitely a much longer introduction if you wanted to do a peace meditation and go into your ethics behind why you're doing it. And number two, make sure we're able to speak on the topic in a thoughtful and respectful way that also takes the 3D experience into account. That Monday was super charged and understandably so. It was an outrage what happened. And these women were two white women skimming the topic and hardly giving an opinion and trying to stay neutral. At one point in the episode, one of the women says, well, I'm just an old white woman from the South and what can I do? You have to really think in these days about what you're putting out there through writing, through podcasting. There was another incident with a podcaster. I'm not going to mention who it is because probably none of you would like her, but she's talented. She was someone I used to listen to a while ago, a pop culture podcaster. There was an incident where someone had said something racially insensitive on her podcast seven years ago. She did not say it. It was a guest. And she said that at that time, seven years ago, no one was listening. She said she would have five downloads a week. It was her and her, you know, four best friends who were listening. So she didn't think anything of it. The podcast exploded. It's now a huge podcast. And guess what? People dug up that interview from seven years ago and she got in massive trouble for it. And the guest got in massive trouble for it. And she said, you know what? It made me think, okay, I think no one's listening. What can happen in seven years? Not only that, but I provided 
that platform for this person to say something racially insensitive. So it's something you really have to think about. I hope and I aim to do this on this podcast every week. I hope to, you know, provide specific detail behind my ethics. I, I, I hope that I speak about the topic in a thoughtful and respectful way. I attempt to give you the 3D real world examples of my apparently millions of issues and tie them into the metaphysical. But in my own life, have I spiritually bypassed? Hell yeah. Of course I have. Have you spiritually bypassed? Here's some food for thought. Here's an excerpt from a Psychology Today article entitled, What is Spiritual Bypassing? by Dr. Diana Rabb, and the link will be in the show notes. When spiritual practice is used to compensate for challenging traits such as low self-esteem, social isolation, and other emotional issues, Wellward said, they corrupt the actual use of spiritual practice. In other words, using these practices to cover up problems seems like an easy way out as opposed to working on the actual issues and cause or causes of the challenges. Many of us know individuals who run away from problems by going on spiritual retreats. However, when these people return home, although they may feel enlightened for a short time, they are eventually triggered by the issues that sent them on their spiritual journeys in the first place. All the fear, confusion, and drama are still where they left them, and nothing has really been accomplished. One woman who was raised by a narcissistic mother claimed that for most of her life, she'd swallow her anger and just try to be the good girl. She rarely lashed out and kept it all in. At an early age, she started practicing transcendental meditation and read spiritual books as a way to calm her during difficult times. But when she approached middle age, a friend suggested that she seek the assistance of a therapist so she could work on her underlying issues, which were not only causing problems in her relationships, but led her to engage in spiritual bypassing. During therapy, she learned that it was much healthier to voice her opinions and not keep them bottled up inside. After addressing these issues, she continued her spiritual practices of meditation, prayer, yoga, healthy diet, exercise, and grounding, all modalities that supported her transformation rather than replacing it. So I ask you again, have you spiritually bypassed? Are you spiritually bypassing anything right now? With regard to healing the collective conscious, I think you guys know we can't spiritually bypass. And guess what? I've done it. Haven't we all? I've had times where I forced myself to say, oh, no worries. This isn't an issue. Let me keep smiling, meditating, raising my vibration. Let me just ignore my issue. La, la, la. And guess what? It all comes crashing down. I aim like all of you to live in the 5D realm. <laughs> and, you know, I would love to be a beam of light. Oh, I'd be a beam of light without food allergies where I can eat processed white flour and pretzels and freaking M&Ms, etc. But I don't think beams of light eat some. All right, maybe not. Anyway, 
I've done metaphysical healing consulting, which is a service on my website, so you can check that out. A couple people had come to me with what they aim to heal. And I said to them, listen, you need therapy first. You have to find a good therapist and address these issues. And once you do, come back to me and we'll discuss the metaphysical part. There's just no sidestepping it. And I'm so happy that they came to me because I was this neutral party, someone they had never really met. And after listening to them, I was being told from source, no, 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 you can't, this is not something you can deal with. They need a professional. And they seem to appreciate it. You know, just someone else telling you besides your mother or your sister or your best friend, hey, you need to see someone. For a long time, I was using spiritual bypassing to resolve my health issue. I was trying to meditate, raise my vibration, use crystals, et cetera, et cetera, which is all great. And it can certainly work sometimes. I'm not saying it can't, but in my case, it's about what I put into my body. I needed to address my eating habits. I needed to learn how to cook. And I did everything I could metaphysically to avoid this issue. Now that I've addressed it, and I'm on an upward healing path. I do Reiki on my gut. I use crystals on my solar plexus, etc., And that really helps everything. And by the way, the idea of healthy eating, just like the article said, that is a form of spiritual and metaphysical practice. So I guess I'm getting everything done at once. One last idea to ponder is being a constant seeker. Yes, it's great to be a continual seeker in the sense of learning, growing, expanding. We all know Saskia from episode 11. You should listen to that episode if you haven't. But she's a really good example of this positive seeking. As she said, she's 77 years old. She still seeks knowledge and is still growing. You know, we should all be like this. This it's awesome. But then there's a flip side the constant seeker who goes to every spiritual retreat, life coach, workshop in order to heal themselves. Basically, they will do anything except address the issue with a professional or in a real tangible way. You have to be careful of this because it becomes addictive. It becomes dangerous. This is where you can find yourself in a cult situation or something similar. I love me a good workshop. I love me a good coach or spiritual retreat just as much as the next person, but I sign up for them or hire them to help me grow and expand in positive ways and not to spiritually bypass. We have to address our personal issues and work through them in the healthiest way possible. You know, I think that's obvious. And we have to address societal issues by stating our metaphysical ethics, why we believe in them so passionately, and acknowledge that it's information we're disseminating only. We're just giving you this information. If it resonates with you, great. If it doesn't, press stop, but never on this podcast. No, you don't press stop on this podcast or any free spirit podcast. That's the only exception to the rule. If we find ourselves spiritually bypassing with regard to our personal issues or societal issues, we have to recognize this. And we have to ask why. You know, what's our fear? 
What are our ethics, our morals? Do they tie into what we are spiritual bypassing? Until next time, think about if you're using spiritual bypassing for anything in your life. And if you are, address it. And of course, what are you going to do this week? Live your life two inches off the ground. <laughs>